every day on the big show. What? Gordon and Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for What's Going On, brought to you today by our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Coming up a little later on in the show, we're going to have to uh, update our our Korean baseball uh, teams that we're following. In fact, my team and Austin's team are playing today opening a three-game series so it's you know it's the there's a little tension in the studio today gordon well i i know that this has been building but hopefully we'll all remain respectful a little tension it's only game one i can't imagine when game three gets here austin and i are going to be completely at odds it's going to be uncomfortable well i mean then we're, what's different unless your team wins both games to start the series and then game three doesn't matter well that's true which i'm Kind of thinking is going to be the case. Well, the Lions, <laughs> the Lions don't appear to be a real terrific baseball team. <laughs> well, not all of us can buy our talent like the oh, oh. Uh, the Ki Woom heroes. Wait a minute! I thought Samsung was like one of the big uh, the big uh, companies involved in this. Yeah, they make great phones and TVs. Really bad baseball teams. Yeah, aren't they like one of the biggest companies in the world? Probably. Yeah. Not doesn't, doesn't not great. Mean they, they're spending money on the team, obviously. Well, do they own the team or do they just sponsor the team? They own. Have it. we figured that out? All yet? these all these businesses are the owner of the teams. Of the teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Question. They need more, uh, they need more left-handed pitching. That's what. So we'll update uh, that coming up uh, at some point during the show. Uh, all right, let's get to what's going on. Uh, we do this every day. What's going on across the Zone Sports Network? Uh, we play clips from DJ and PK, Hanson Scotty, and sometimes the Big Show as well. Uh, let's start with DJ and PK today. Gordon, Gary Anderson, head coach at Utah State, was on the show and talked about how long it would take to ramp up for a season. Well, I've said all along eight weeks, um, and I, I stick to that. And that's not me just saying, being stubborn and saying, oh, I think it's eight weeks. That's that's me talking to a lot of people, um, talking to other coaches, talking to medical professionals, talking to trainers, talking to strength guys through throughout the country that I respect and know very, very well. Now, the plan that the Mountain West has put out there that uh, appears to be one that the, you know they, they like the best, and we as coaches have sat down and communicated. I know there's been trainers and everybody involved. I believe that's going going to be very similar to a type of an eight-week scenario. Uh, but the bottom line is if it's six, then it's six. You know, if it's four, then I guess it's going to be four. We're going to react and develop to where it's going to be. The key to that is what I've learned over the last month is you, know, you better be ready for anything as a player, as a coach, as a strength, as, as a strength coach, um, as, a tra- as we sit in and our, our medical people, our trainers, and then also for the players. So you better give them a plan to be ready as they possibly can. Now, what that means, I don't know because it's different for every single kid. But when you walk back in here, I know this. You better be able to run 10 gassers because if you can't run 10 gassers, um, everybody, I believe, has a chance to be 
able to do that. You need to be able to run 10 gassers when you walk back in here. It's just, that's your responsibility, I believe, as a, as a student athlete. If you walk back in here for Utah State football program, you need to be able to do that. Where your strength moves are, your strength gains are, your strength losses are, really, to me, that's how your body composition is because there's things you can do if you really want to, doing push-ups, sit-ups, body weight squats, whatever the strength coaches are giving you to be able to, 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 to sustain and maintain. But at the end, you know, I don't know. Is it is if we get eight weeks, we get eight. If we get six, we get six. If we get four, then I guess we deal with four. Um, but it's it's our responsibility now to say, hey, we're going to get to June first. We'll reestablish it. We're going to get in here hopefully in the middle of June, if if not before then, and we're going to start to to get you in shape for whatever the season presents. But uh, those are challenges that you look at every single day. And the one thing I've learned through this whole process, I would say, is um, there isn't structure and coaches like structure coaches like plans coaches like to have the answer whether that's the right answer or not you like to have an answer and right now sometimes we don't we've had to deal with that Uh, (laughs) you know you can you can say eight weeks all you want but i mean they're gonna have to operate with what they get yeah i get why he's throwing that out there certainly you know eight weeks to have them on campus and getting ready for a season but uh, like he kind of indicated there at the end i mean uh, he's all coaches uh, are likely going to have to be pretty flexible with uh, with doing the most with what they have. Yeah, there's ideal, and then there's doable. Right, and exactly. something tells me they're going to be leaning more toward the latter. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you're going to have to, to uh, pull it off with what you get. Now, I think everybody can agree they, they need some sort of ramp-up time. That is a fact. But, I, you know, whether coaches are going to get exactly what they, you know, quote-unquote need, uh, I'm not so sure. Well, coaches, they like to go on forever. You know, they, they, they train and train and train. But at least college football, you don't have a bunch of preseason games. Right. I mean, th- these guys are already at an accelerated pace compared to what the NFL does. Right. So in the beginning of every college football season is always a little rough, right? I mean, we're, we're used to that already. Yeah, I just wonder how if it is four weeks, Jake, uh, uh, that that will be interesting to see uh, uh, you know, how these players have been able to keep this kind of like the NBA. You're sitting there going, okay, who is fit and who isn't? Who has been able to to take advantage of this time and to get themselves where they want to be, and who has struggled in that regard? And then you put an abbreviated uh, ramp up uh, on top of that, then then uh, hmm. Well, it could it could lead. I mean, not that this is all that important, really, because as we talk about these, you have life is a whole lot more important, and we get all that. Uh, so it it seems like we're goofing with with uh, with trivia here to some extent. But but who is going to be ready to go right from the beginning? That might be kind of unpredictable to start this season. If it does, in fact, start. Well, I think a lot of this is going to come down to who is allowed on campus and when. Because if if they have to wait for an all-clear, all-clear to get the players back on campus, they're going to be waiting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, how how flexible do we get within you know the confines? Well, for example, big news today, uh, the uh, California uh, State of or the, uh, the Cal State University's leader, uh, 23 universities. The the leader Tim White says that uh, their 23 cam- uh, campus system will be largely virtual in fall of 2020. Some expectations will be made for hands-on courses. So, who falls into that exception? Right. I mean that that's going to be 
that's going to be everything we're talking about here. And does virtual classes, you know, virtual students, does that count to uh, allowing football players to come back and play? That seems like a bailout to me, but uh, maybe that's the way it'll it'll happen. Uh, you can't play virtual football. Well, I I'm I'm if that's the loophole they're going to use, I'm actually fine with it because I think we're going to have to to break things. I mean, we used the phrase yesterday surgically. I think we're going to have to break some things down and surgically figure it out figure out a way to pull things off on a smaller scale, and I mean that kind of. Uh, philosophically and if that's the loophole you need to need you need to use to see if you can pull off college football i i guess i'm all right with that but it is a loophole i mean you're 100 right i just <laughs> if it's not safe for the students how is it safe for the football team jake uh because there are far fewer football players than there are students i mean some of these universities gordon how big is the university of utah now we're talking what like twenty five thousand students I mean, yeah. you're, you're more capable of, of doing different things safely when you're operating with smaller numbers. Right. But if you have it's like going into a hundred and twenty person class because football, you can't you can't keep your social distance when you're playing football. Right. And, and, and there's so some other it, hoops they'll have to jump through, too, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it is easier to make an environment safer for 100 as opposed to 25,000. Well, and it circles back around to testing, like we've talked about. All sorts of other circumstances that they're going to have to encounter. But, I mean, at the beginning of this, you know, they were talking about how they can't have a football season unless campuses are open, and that might not actually be the case. Mm -hmm. Well, you called it a loophole, and I think that's what it might come down to, so that so that teams can preserve their budgets. Uh, Schools. Yeah, and, and we can have a football season and, you know, things can proceed. Uh, let's let's move on to this. Let's go up to Hanson Scotty. This is just a, a funny bit. I believe it was a, uh, a listener that sent this in that took some uh, audio from their Football Friday last year and slowed it down to make uh, Hanson Scotty and Coach Mack sound intoxicated. So here it is, a drunken edition of Football Fridays. Because he's competing for that job from day one. And he's not he's not gonna let some somebody take the job away from him. Well hey, that wraps up another edition of the show. Who needs a lemma? You were great. What hey a lemma What are you? Oh, he's on TV. He's, very, he's where he should be. And, and Olympus should be on TV. Look at uh, You think he has a face for TV? He's a good-looking son of a gun. You think so? I think so. Oh, he looks like... He, nope. he looks like... Yes. You know what he looks like? He looks like Wolfman Jack. <laughs> Who's that? I don't even know. Old radio guy. <laughs> Big old beard. Wolfman Jack. Yep. Speaking of a llama. <laughs> it doesn't take much to entertain us these days, does it? I want to just preface this with, it sounds like Coach Mack is hammered. It sounds like you're pretty darn drunk. It sounds like I'm smoking weed. <laughs> like just high as a kite. 
<laughs> when I come in. <laughs> Wolfman Jack, man. Is that Big Kyle old. bleeding? Big Where old. are you? Oh, he's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he should be. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know what that uh, it reminded both Austin and me about. Uh, didn't that sound like Joe Namath? <laughs> I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. Who was that? Gerald Gisherman. Who was the reporter? Susie Colbert. That's right. Yeah. God, he's got to look at that and just be incredibly embarrassed, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Do you remember the interview you did about it later? No. Oh, he was really owned it and was so embarrassed and went to treatment and all kinds of stuff. That, that w- would have to be one of the more embarrassing things you could go through, right? More embarrassing than uh, wearing uh, pantyhose on national TV? Way more embarrassing. Okay. Drunkenly coming on to a sideline reporter in front of <laughs> millions of people? That's way worse. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> you're right. Are you kidding? <laughs> I want to kiss you. I mean, there's just. This would be all oh yeah. Today. Our friend from Michigan. I thank you so much. And one of the things that makes me so proud. Now was that slowed down because? No, that's no, that's her. <laughs> that's really her. Drug. That's her. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just my favorite part of that is how the word Michigan like deteriorates through the in the by the end just her her Michigan. That's the school president. That's the school president at a football game in front of a hundred thousand people. <laughs> you can hear the people in the background laughing. I've told I've told you this. You uh, I mean if you know you have a big type of thing there, you, you have to talk in, in front of lots of people. You might want to lay off the liquor. Don't get hammered first. That's not a good idea. <laughs> oh, it's really not funny, but I'm sure. Maybe. I'm sure she she had some sort of you know event when you know entertaining donors or something, and it just went a little too far. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it's fairly innocent, but you have to have the self control to be like, you know what? Maybe my fourth martini is not a good idea. Do you think somebody may have been playing a, a trick on her? Oh, I would hope not. Although that oh. would be the pretty much the funniest trick ever, right? What did she Let's say? Let's get the president drunk and see what happens. She said it was a, a, an equipment problem? She said it was the sound system. <laughs> they How? ran it through an iPhone filter or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Facebook. It's live. <laughs> it was one of the, oh, the worst excuses ever. Yeah, the, that was a sound so, system issue. So explain something to me, will you, uh, Jake? There are different kinds of drunks. When people are drunk, they they react differently. Uh, There's there's your lovey-dovey drunk, right? And then there's your mean drunk. And then what other kinds are there? Uh, I don't know if you can really file them into an official type score, and I think people react differently. Although slurring is a pretty common byproduct. Does that, when, when people are drunk, do they always slow it down a few notches? Wait, say that again? Or do, do, when slow people what? are drunk, uh-huh. do they, is, does their speed slow down, or do some people speed up? Uh, most of the time it slows down. Oh, all right. Well, that I sounded. think you should give it a try. Yeah, I never have. And then videotape and share it with all of us. <laughs> you want me to come on the show that way and sure, uh, see sure. how that goes? That, yeah, that sounds like go. a good career move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. probably not, I'm guessing. Probably. And if we all three did it, like it sounded like on the, the – 
on uh, the uh, with Scotty and Hanson and Mac. Well, it's it's just probably not even a good idea talking about it. So we should probably move on. <laughs> okay. Mission. <laughs> oh, I'm a face for Team V. You know, it's so true what you said. As that school president, the more she talked, the more the word Michigan turned into just sort of a. <laughs> You're speaking in front of 100,000 people. Oh, my gosh. It was almost as though she was drinking more as she was speaking. Yeah, it, it, it deteriorated quickly. All right, uh, let's move on to this. And this uh, we're going to include this because this is the type of, of question you like to propose to Austin <laughs> and myself. Here's Hanson Scotty talking about if you would fight Conor McGregor for $100 million. Think about how what everything would change for you right now if somebody wrote you a $100 million check. I would stand in a in a, in a uh, in an octagon with whoever and take my beatings for, for 100 million bucks. For 100 million. Oh yeah, in, in a second. I saw that dude that like he got his orbital bone broke, right? Yeah, collapsed his orbital. Break it. Don't worry about it. 100 million, I'm good. Okay, so a, a displaced septum, so like a, a DVD, like a broken nose. Yeah, yeah. A, a collapsed orbital bone, yep. which is the the bone that holds the eye in socket. Yep, yep, yep. Missing two teeth. Yeah. Uh, one of the I, my, fr- de- my brother's a dentist. One of, one of the front teeth and one of the eye teeth. Yeah. Okay. okay. Both both get knocked out with a knee. Yeah. And then Ooh, a knee. Yeah, Oof. a knee. And then you're you're during submission. You don't understand the tap rule, and you forget to tap, and he actually dislocates the elbow and shoulder, which happens with you know two or three different types of of submissions. Hundred million okay. dollars. Yeah, hundred million bucks. You're gonna um, be on some good oh, meds and right one, after this. Uh, uh, no, two broken ribs from a body kick. So two bottom, two broken ribs, two dislo- dislocated joints, two missing teeth, a broken nose, and a collapsed eye orbital. Where do I sign? A hundred million bucks. Yep. I'd take it too, man. And it would change everything. I mean, you're like, look, and uh, you know, that can afford you some pretty good health care. Okay, so put yourself in Conor McGregor's that'll, shoes. That'll pay my deductible. Because the the world of competitive fighting, one thing I found when I was kind of in that world doing some in-cage announcing and, you know, just being around some fighters and understanding that world, it's it's, it's more competitive than, than anything else I've been around, even the NFL. Because wow. guys will do anything. They'll fight for 100 bucks. They don't care. So most of these guys aren't even really driven for money, even though they are. They're just a different breed of individual. Yeah. They're kind of a strange human. And and so they they fight for absolutely nothing. These guys. So here's Conor McGregor, working his way through this, becoming the notorious, you know, saying the most outlandish things, and and then getting fights because of it, and then winning some fights, whether it was lucky or not. The guy was driven, and he had heart and courage. And then one day, one fight. Pays him a hundred million bucks. Now think of it in the world of radio. Radio is competitive. Yeah, very it's much tough. So. Yep. It's it's a dog eat dog type world. You have worked your butt off for years and years and years. Now imagine somebody comes to you and said, "Hey, in four months, you're going to do a radio show that it's going to be a really tough situation, really hard for you to deal with, but you're going to get a hundred million bucks." Would anything be the same for you after that? No. Nope. Nothing would be the same for you the rest of your life. And that's where Connor is. I don't think he will ever hold a belt in the UFC again. 
All right, Gordon, you fighting Conor McGregor for $100 million. Well, see, what Hans was talking about there was torture. And if Scotty's getting in the ring with Conor McGregor, or you, or I, or Austin, then it wouldn't, we wouldn't have to take all that punishment. We'd take a, one kick to the ribs. If you have two broken ribs, you're done. You're done. You're flopping straight down. So you wouldn't have to have your teeth knocked out and uh, all this other stuff going on, all compiled, right? Well, you I don't take know. One, Bring you all take that. One of, you take one of those things, and you're you're flat on your back, right? Well, I love it how you're trying to skirt the deal, but I'd, I'd take all that stuff Hans was talking about. Hundred million bucks, bring it all on. I don't care. I, I told Jake, <laughs> I think that number's too high. I'll do it for a hundred grand. Yeah, right. You would not. Why? A hundred grand. We're not talking life and death. We're you talking get, things that heal. But, you, but, you, but your hospital bill would be, you know, a, a much of that. Like Scotty it, said, I've met my deductible. <laughs> you wouldn't catch a beating for a hundred grand? I for sure would. Well, it would depend on what that beating was. I mean, but what what Hans was describing there sounded pretty painful. All right, uh, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. What do you think, Andrew? Would you fight Conor McGregor for a hundred million bucks? <laughs> uh, I would definitely do it for a hundred million, and probably a lot less. <laughs> yeah, so you're on board with us. Good, good to hear. Uh, hey, you're still out there helping our listeners. We love it. Yeah, we are still out there. We're open um, treating guys with ED. By the way, we're. Um, we're taking temperatures at the door. We've rearranged or kind of eliminated our waiting room. So we still believe it's a safe time to come in, make sure everybody is healthy. And a lot of guys seeing good results. Maybe they've got a couple weeks off of work. Um, they're working from home, noticing that the ED is kind of an issue. What is so cool is that we've now helped thousands of guys all over the country, in fact, get off of the pill, get normal and natural function back in the bedroom. Every guy can think back to his 20s or 30s and think, wow, things worked great. I didn't even, I didn't even know ED was a thing. And, and it kind of creeps up on you. We restore that normal and natural confidence that you used to have. See, and I've got to think that that's just huge. And to, to restore that confidence, to get back to how it was, get that spontaneity back. Yeah, it is huge. Um, guys are slaves to the pills and, and all the stories. You know, they have to fast for a few hours to make the pill work better. They got to take more and more of it. They deal with the headaches the next day. You know, there's all these problems that, that come up that maybe maybe the partners, the significant other, or the spouse, they don't even know about. Um, and, and these guys are just racking their brains trying to get the best results that they can. Our wave therapy regrows the blood vessels which is part of the problem. It's a blood flow issue, and we get guys back to that normal and natural spontaneity. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on that schedule, 801-901-8000. And just go in and get that visit with the doctor and find out what's best, right? Yeah, we do the free visit. It's an analysis. It's a blood flow ultrasound. This is cool, by the way, to be able to hear your blood flow. Um, Many guys come in, and sometimes we can't even find the blood flow because it's so low. And, and, and that shows us that you do have a blood flow issue. So we're going to do that whole complete process, plus give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. It's all free to those that give us a call. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you.
All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. out to our uh, friend you Chasta trailer who wanted uh, what is this called Boogie Nights by Heatwave that's correct yeah. okay alright you into this yeah. Gordon oh I remember this song yeah right on Boogie right. Nights here wait you're wait 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 for it there you go alright uh, it is a total request Tuesday I totally see Gordon dancing I can too very I much better believe it man I was doing that but uh that thing I used to do. The drunk cobra? Yeah. Uh, it is a Total Request Tuesday. Either hot or cold songs. <laughs> Tweet at Austin Horton. Uh, Gordon, we have now a more update on uh, NBA players' communications. You ready for this? Oh, here, you're here you're ready go. for more? <laughs> okay. Uh, initially, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that uh, there had been uh, – uh, the Players Association reps were texting out uh, basically a poll whether or not players would play, a yes or no question. Uh, then Sham Sharania said the, that no formal poll had been authorized by the Players Association, but this uh, council uh, was going to be convened. Now we have Chris Haynes getting in on, on the act on Yahoo Sports, Gordon. He is reporting that uh, there was a private conference call Monday. That included the likes of Chris Paul, LeBron. Chris Paul actually arranged it. Chris Paul, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, and Russell Westbrook, and uh, uh, a lot of them, uh, I think, are advocating to play. So that's that's interesting. But uh, now that's that's the latest. There was actually a a conference call amongst the league's elite. And Woj is reporting a specific text message that he's got his hands on. Oh, so he has uh, of the informal poll. Yes. He has a, a text massage, huh? Where uh, in, in which NBPA regional rep Tim McCormick sent a group text to players that said, Michelle Roberts asked for me to reach out and ask the simple confidential question, quote, do you want the season to start again, close quote. Take that, shams! That's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> Right. Oh man, they're all right. No, it's, I mean because that's not formal. It's a group text, right? That's true. It's that's quite informal. It's such actually, a, such a, mm-hmm. a loophole, like you mentioned. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so sensitive, though. I mean, they're they're gauging players' interest in coming back. I mean, they're, they're going to have to do that in one way or another, regardless. I don't know. I don't know if I like a, a cabal of the NBA elites making the decision for everybody. But what's Anthony Davis in, in, in this in on this? Yeah, what does right. he have to do just because he's with LeBron? Exactly. That's what he's I'm saying. He's in Space Jam too. <laughs> so now just because you're good at basketball, you're going to make this decision for everyone? Come on. I love your little designation there of cabal. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so so uh, sneaky, you know, so dirty. Who made them the Jedi Council? Right. <laughs> I, you know, I figured all the Jedi would be able to, you know, be wise and be able to handle their business, not necessarily just the council. I mean, you just think like, you know, somebody who's also impacted might be, you know, seven or eight down on the old bench. 
shouldn't they be included in a phone call as well? <laughs> or or does your jump shot determine uh, the amount of authority you have in this particular decision? Sorry, does, Emmanuel Moutier. Yeah, that doesn't You got no right. say here, fella. Because <laughs> Dame Dalla's on board, so you better be. <laughs> I mean, I that's get it funny. that that's how things work to a certain extent. I, I understand. But, I mean, I, I would think... Uh, it needs to be a vote. An informal poll would be better than let's let's get the elites together and see how they feel. Well, the Electoral College of the NBA, Chris Paul and LeBron James, come on. Hmm. Majority rules. Well, I guess they're, they're, they think that these guys will tell everybody what to do, or maybe that the league couldn't <laughs> exist without these guys playing in it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> But yeah. uh, it appears that some communication of some sort is taking place amongst the players of whether or not to come back. So uh, essentially our conclusion that we've drawn here is that some NBA players are more equal than others. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got my Animal Farm reference in on this whole thing. Oh, I did not notice it. Thank you for pointing it out. Weren't the pigs okay. the communist? wasn't that? <laughs> Wasn't that a thing? I don't know. It's been a, it's been a minute. Maybe we should yeah. go back and reread that. Oh, that was a nightmarish six weeks of high school for me. Getting through that. I one. hated that. You didn't like it? Why? Oh, it's Why? so old and stuffy. And come, we know communist bad, Republican good. All right, let's move on. We don't need a we don't need an allegory about pigs and cows and and horses to tell me that. Wow, awesome. Yeah, you really had a. a just fierce opinion on well, that. Why do we need it? Why do we need a picture book to tell us the communism is bad, huh? Uh, anyway, good Animal Farm reference, Gordon. Well, thank you. Uh, but anyway, so I, I would guess that they'll get all the players on board uh, if the, the the circumstances are are satisfactory. Which that was one thing from the Adam Silver phone call last Friday that he assured them they'd make it as safe as possible. So. Yeah. Uh, and now the players can jump on board or not, but I would guess that the majority get on board. And especially if this cabal is on board, then I would <laughs> guess most people will fall in line. Yeah, I imagine. Well, so. there is a lot on the line, as we discussed early in the show. There's a lot on the line for everybody. Future earnings are at stake big time. So uh, I guess the bottom line here is it's a lot more than just those who really, really like playing ball. It is. I, I, uh, you know, the the teams that have been spending lavishly uh, are the ones that are probably really worried about this thing. Because can you imagine if the salary cap and luxury tax fell by, I don't know, twenty percent? Can you imagine what the luxury tax bill for the Warriors would be? <laughs> Talking like hundreds of millions of dollars. See, that's that's kind of weird because nobody could have foreseen this. Right, which is which is why I think both sides will end up being pretty amenable, and if it's at all possible to pull something off, I think they will. There's just there's just a lot at stake. Agreed, and uh, so we'll see. You know, I I, I don't the, the yeah the players going to have to want to play, and then there's all the other uh, step by step uh, process that needs to take place here. Uh, I I. I'm starting to think that maybe it'll happen. I don't know exactly what form it's going to be in, but I'm I'm starting to think that one way or another, 
they're going to get some sort of postseason in. And if they do, Gordon, just think about it. I know these, this is far away and feels like a fantasy still, but imagine when we're all canceling our summer vacations and are uh, uh, grumpy about that whole thing and not going to festivals and all those fun things we like to do in the summer. Imagine if we had NBA playoffs to get us through. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't think anyone would be complaining about having something to uh, something interesting to watch. Plus, something to rally around and all those fun community things that come with sports that we that we love so much. You know, It'd be fun to have a little bit of that back. Except for, I don't know how much of that is really going to come into play if uh, if if you can't have larger gatherings. Oh, I'm I'm more thinking. You know, you see the jazz flags come out on the cars, right? Uh, and uh-huh. you know, people. Uh, get excited about that. I mean, think back to the 90s around here, the buzz that surrounded those jazz playoff runs. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a way to kind of uh, positively pull for something community-related, you know? Right. But back then, everybody could join in, and now it might be somewhat uh, kind of at a distance. Well, you know it's more than the 19-9-11, you know, that we're excited about that whole thing that actually got to be in the building, you know? Yeah, but I mean, there were people that were gathering outside the, the arena. Oh, I, I get you. That's true. But we can still have that feeling without all that stuff. I mean, that comes with the that comes with the adapting that we're doing for everything. You know, maybe yeah. we don't get the the total experience that we love so much, but if we get a little taste of it, that's pretty great. And maybe yeah. we'll even appreciate it a little bit more, and it'll be better in a weird way. As long as people can feel like it's happening safely. Yeah. But I, I very much look forward to that feeling if it could possibly happen. And, and right there at that timing in the summer, I bet we could all we were we're all going to be looking for a little bit of that. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I think uh, we're all scrambling to try and and stay keep, capture some kind of feeling of living and uh, experiencing. And in the case of fans rooting uh you know having having something to really dive into is uh, well that's the whole, that's the benefit of sports uh for for sure in my opinion pro sports especially all right coming up next we'll have a mountain america market update uh stay tuned for that uh also coming up on the show our friend keith smith is going to join us at the top of the four o'clock hour gordon uh, he covers the NBA, of course, for Yahoo and Real GM and Pro Basketball Talk. Maybe he'll have a like a, a fourth or fifth report about this communication to throw into the mix, Gordon. You never know. Yeah, take it in some other direction. Seems to be coming fast and furious. And then uh, Craig Bowler Jack will join the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Always look forward to talking to Bowler, of course. All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he is our good friend Andrew Reinhardt, helping our listeners with their love lives. What's going on, Andrew? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we are helping a lot of guys with their love lives. Um, ED is kind of a funny thing because guys don't want to go to the doctor for a cold and for erectile dysfunction much, much less. And so they generally do nothing when they have problems in the bedroom. And then the problem gets worse. I have not seen ED ever heal itself on its own without doing anything. Um and it, it almost always gets worse if you don't do something about it. So that's where we come in with our wave therapy. This is so cool. And guys have heard me say this a lot, but it restores what you're looking for in the bedroom. It's natural. It's normal. Um, if you're out there and you're in your 50s, it'll be more like you were in your 30s. And we hear that over and over from guys 
who have been taking the pill, it's not working, and they're dealing with those nasty side effects, of course. And those side effects, I had no idea they were so severe. Guys put up with a lot, and they don't have to. Yeah, I think there's probably um, a, a percentage of guys, it's small, that it works great on, and they're fine. But the majority deal with some kind of side effect. It's probably a headache. Uh, it's a dangerous drop in blood pressure. It's blurred vision. And then the results start to dwindle, so they take more and more. And that means that the side effects get, get worse. Um, and that's when they call somebody like us uh, when things are extreme. Um, and we get them off those pills. And we've seen that over and over where a guy eliminates the need for the pill completely. All right, 801-901-8000 is the number to call. 801-901-8000. Free meeting with the doctor and a little something extra? A little something extra. Um, guys, love this special gift we're doing. This is worth coming in, guys. It produces instant results in the bedroom. Uh, that's free to those that call us. It also is an informational um, period where you can talk to the doctor. He'll test your blood flow. He'll go through your medical history and make sure you're a good candidate for this prior to starting. So he can predict pretty well how good you'll do on these treatments prior to starting. Give us a call and you can get that process done, get that information, and see if it's a good fit. 801-901-8000. Call him uh, right now, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. That's our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Mountain America Market Update coming your way next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a hawk daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll Good call Tyler, who wanted a little vanilla ice on a total request Tuesday. Hot or cold songs. Or in this case, artists. Vanilla ice. You big you vanilla fan we, in your day, Gordon? No, but a song I'd like to hear along these lines would be Too Hot by Cool in the Gang. Okay. You have to tweet it in. Tweet it in, Gordo. Fire up the old tweeter machine. <laughs> you can do it. All right, it's time for another Mountain America market update. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services. He, of course, is our friend Chad Wattups with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Chad. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We are terrific. Let's talk about how the economy is doing today. How are the markets? Well, the markets today were not too hot. Uh, They started off pretty flat, but by the last hour, they declined pretty drastically. Just kind of torn between this optimism around the the economy reopening that you guys have been talking about and then the grim economic data that's trickling in. Both markets ended up down lower by about 2% today. So, uh, with the volatility here, again, do you have any words of encouragement or advice for our listeners? Yeah, something I want your listeners to think about today is, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, and it seems like I I talk to people that say, well, I don't have any connection to the market. I don't 
this idea of managing money is foreign to them because they don't feel like they have a lot of money. They're not envisioning a great retirement. But typically when we talk to them, we find out that they maybe they have a 401k with their job or they have college savings plans for their kids or their grandkids, maybe a, a pension for those who are fortunate to have a pension still. And all of those vehicles are typically tied to the market. So first thought is this, this that most of your listeners likely do have some connection to the market and how it performs is it's critical. So be aware of what your money is doing for you. Don't just assume it's where it needs to be, but get some, some help on it. And then second thought that's tied into that is, you know, the financial sacrifice of, of saving some money today to get where you want to be in the future is typically less than what most people think in my experience. If you're in your 30s, you can manage to save 50 bucks a month. You know, at the long-term average return of the market, you know, by the time you retire, you're going to be somewhere in the $150,000 range just by saving 50 bucks a month. And the beauty of that is that you're really only saving about 20000 The rest is growth from compounding and the growth the market can provide. So relatively small sacrifices today are, are well worth it for the future. Chad, we appreciate you jumping on. As always, keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. Thank you, Chad. That's our friend Chad Wadups from Mountain America Investment Services, and that is another Mountain America market update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed, and loss of principal is possible. You're pretty, uh, pretty much tied up in gold doubloons, aren't you, Gordon? No, but uh, I agree with what he was saying about, you know, uh, the people who think that the, what the market does doesn't affect them. It, it, it does. If you're invested in it uh, in any way, obviously it does. If you had, like he said, a 401k or something, then yeah. And then sometimes people who are employed uh, by folks who are affected by the market has a trickle-down effect. So it is important that that thing uh, gets healed up as soon as possible. Well, in all seriousness, it's why I'm glad we're doing these updates uh, yeah. uh, with our good friends at Mountain America Investment Services, because this this stuff really, really matters to pretty much everybody's life as uh, lives, as Chad indicated there. So I'm glad we're doing it. It's I, I think yeah. it's been a, a good segment. Uh, hopefully listeners are, are putting it to some uh, some good use. All right, uh, Gordon, coming up right around the corner, uh, we're going to talk to our friend Keith Smith. He writes for Yahoo Real GM and Pro Basketball Talk. We'll find out the latest in the process with the uh, NBA possibly coming back, and we'll get his thoughts on uh, all sorts of things. Gordon, maybe we'll even run by run the documentary by Keith coming up next. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to it. All right, stay tuned. Bowler drops by the show at 5. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.